You're listening to the 2018 Toronto Blue Jays Year in Review. Brought to you by the Jays Journal and AriShapiro.ca. You know, when I look back at the last few years of Blue Jays baseball, I can't help but wonder if this particular player that we're going to look at on this show might be perhaps the only genuinely consistent baseball quantity that fans have had the opportunity to enjoy over 2017 and 2018. And I, of course, am referring to the pride of Goose Creek, South Carolina, six foot four, two hundred and twenty pound, lanky first baseman Justin Smoke, a player that, as far as reclamation projects go, might have been the most successful one in this franchise history since Jose Bautista. Now I want you to think about that. You know, Jose Bautista broke on the scene 2010-2011 and by 2012 had turned himself into pretty much the only reason fans would come out to see the Toronto Blue Jays baseball club and as far as trying to see if you can still get a little bit of genie in the bottle Alex Anthopoulos went to the well and picked himself up one Justin Smoke who now after winning player MVP for 2018 has not one but two reminders for fans that he's one of the few players who can get it done in terms of justifying your baseball dollars. And he he did that again in 2018. In fact, if we look at Justin Smoke's year in review, we're looking at a player who contributed right where a player of his ilk should, which is around the 2.3 wins above replacement mark. He hit 242 with 25 home runs, 77 runs batted in and packed in a 350 on base percentage as if to remind fans that hey I'm still competing each and every game and and interestingly enough Justin Smoke was one of those players that gave fans a reason to come back and pay attention to his at bats he hit in the clutch during the season he was consistent month in, month out for the most part, although he did once again get off to his particularly exciting fast start. And in the final analysis, a player that finished with 156 strikeouts, which is a lot, and 83 walks, which in this sabermetrics era that we live in is noteworthy. A lot of what Justin Smoke has done over the last couple of years has been noteworthy. And when you consider... How many players struggled with injuries and underachievement and, in some cases, just a lack of interest in the game? You always knew you were getting something special when Justin Smoke would come to the plate. To say nothing of how he's managed to improve year over year, for the most part, on his defensive game, 
so much so that once we considered him a laughing stock in the field, but now I think we look at him with some some degree of reverence for what it's worth, especially considering that this team for the longest time found itself wondering whether or not he was an everyday player. And if we go back in September, the 15th to be precise, writer Clayton Richet of the Jays Journal in an article called Justin Smoke Quietly Sits Atop AL First Base Leaders said the following, quote, Despite the Jays' interdivision troubles this season, Smoke is hitting 324 with six home runs versus the Boston Red Sox and 340 with three home runs against the New York Yankees. In 33 combined games, Justin Smoke has knocked in 26 runs versus the Beasts of the East. End quote. And that's, that's once again noteworthy. That's, that's worth echoing the sentiment. Because really, outside of J.A. Happ, he was perhaps the only other player who performed at expectations or slightly above in a year in which the average player had maybe a half a win above replacement. And, and I hate to keep doing that. You know, lately I've been on a big war kick and talking about sabermetrics and isolated power and all sorts of other scientific analysis of the player. But again, as, as a player that has been value-oriented since the day he stepped onto the Skydome field and now being picked up by the club, as an option for 2019 at, at $8 million a year, Justin Smoke is still providing value. And in an article back on October the 23rd, our other site expert, the Jays Journal, Chris Henderson, in an article entitled Justin Smoke Quiet's Winter Trade Value, wrote the following about the player. Quote, if Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro take trade offers for the slugger, they'll be able to remind rival GMs of the value of a commitment of just one year, both in not spending too much on the position in an evolving league, and so that the position isn't blocked by an expensive and aging veteran. End quote. Now this is significant. It's significant in so many ways because, as I've been talking about on the radio for the past few weeks, with various different Bell and Rogers affiliates on TSN and Sportsnet. The future of labor relations is in doubt specifically because of the way older aging veterans are being treated on the free agent market by owners and executives who no longer wish to invest in players with diminishing returns. Now I'm not saying that Justin Smoke is going to be one of those players. But when you consider his age and his tenure in the league, the fact that as a 32-year-old who peaked basically a year ago, even at $8 million, I don't think the Blue Jays will find many trading partners, specifically because the player has reached that best-before date where his expiry time no longer has the same duplicate effect on other players, meaning that a long time ago you could find a player in his early 30s who could play first base and, and give you a couple of wins above replacement. That's no longer a guarantee in today's baseball game because teams would rather go in and find younger players and draft them and develop them and have six years worth of control over them. And 
Taking that money that you could otherwise give to employ a Justin Smoke is now, as we've seen with free agency last year and now this year, it's no longer a given. And I'm sure Justin Smoke didn't hesitate in picking up the option, if you will, or shall I say the Blue Jays in offering it and the player in receiving it. And it's all leading to like a perilous future for Mr. Smoke. Hayden Godfrey, another one of the great writers at Jays Journal, in November wrote an article called C.J. Crone's Fate is Not Good for Justin Smoke. And he said the following, quote, For the Blue Jays, this move represents a stark disappointment in the way of trade value for Justin Smoke, potentially their greatest major league trade chip this winter. While there's been no confirmation from the front office that Smoke is on the block, many have cited his consistent performance, as well as his cost-effective contract, as prime factors that could make him valuable trade bait. End quote. It's important to note that C.J. Crone was consequently DFA'd and picked up later, whereas Justin Smoke at 32 might still have enough attractiveness left in his profile for teams and quite possibly even become a trading chip for the Blue Jays since he clearly will not be part of whatever long-term rebuild is being undertaken for 2019. So in the final analysis, when we look back at the year that was for Justin Smoke, we can sum it up like this. He was pretty good. He was an effective starter. He didn't do or put up the numbers and achieve the things that he did the year before, but they were still good enough on a team that struggled mightily to be their MVP for back-to-back -back years. And I think that in trying to find some silver linings on the season that was the Toronto Blue Jays in memoriam, we can at least without any shadow of a doubt say that when it came to Justin Smoke playing first base for the Toronto Blue Jays, this was one player who always seemed to find a way to give fans their money's worth. And that's got to mean something, doesn't it?